Welcome to the Soulful Sound Podcast. This podcast is about celebrating the leaders, teachers, and coaches who guide fellow humans to connect, heal, and discover themselves so they can express their gifts into the world. I am Simone Niles, a coach, sound healer, vocalist, and author. Thank you for being here with me today. Oh, every time I jump on with these amazing guests, I get so excited. I'm so honored and so happy to be joined by the gorgeous Katie Samuel with 20 plus years working with voice, sound and music mixed with over a decade experience in inner work and holistic training in many different healing modalities. Katie's mastery is helping people clear stuck emotional energy to unleash their truest, most powerful wild selves using the ancient healing remedy of sound and voice medicine. Woo! Right up my street. Sound and voice. Absolutely. So I'm going to jump into what I like to start with, which is just to get to know a bit about you, because I checked out your story, Katie, Mm -hmm. and it's super interesting having, you know, worked in 12 different places, six different countries, so many different types of work. Let us know how you got where you are now with sound and voice. Talk to me about your story and your journey. Okay, well, that's a huge subject. Firstly, thank you for having me. I'm very, very happy to be here. Um, Yeah. So I guess where to start would be uh, voice, I suppose, has always been the basis of um, of my love, my joy. I remember singing as a child. My mum used to play uh, Aretha Franklin and loads of other sort of Motown tracks, and I used to sing along to them and, and love them. So that's kind of where my journey first started in sound um and music yes and as I moved through you know grew up and started going out to work I my whole idea was okay whatever I need to do I just need to have a job that can fund me um singing and making music because obviously you know we've had that idea that being an artist and is not a proper job you have to have some other thing to go alongside now now it's all lies but anyway (laughs) exactly (laughs) um so yeah I started in in the in a bank in a bank in the UK uh was there for seven years but was continually singing through that with different bands um and then I ended up going to I, I remember thinking, this isn't, I'm not enjoying the bank. Um, what do I enjoy? I enjoy travel. I have the experience of a bank. I'm going to go and get a job in a in a foreign currency exchange in a travel agents, which I don't even know if they have travel agents anymore. But <laughs> so I was always kind of like, what do I love to do? Um, and was there for a little while and then ended up, uh, it was when I started reading a lot about Richard Branson and um his all of his wonderful entrepreneurial stuff he was doing and he uh opened virgin direct which was a finance company in norwich and that's where i was living at the time so i wrote to him about four times to try and wrote to the company about four times to try and get a job and then i think they finally went oh my god you better let her in because she's (laughs) trying to bang the door down and um ended up working there loved it i mean he's it's it, it was a wonderful place to work um and it was him who said to me, I was telling him about um, uh, that I love to sing. And he, he made me stand on a table and sing to the entire um, company <laughs> at one, one stage. It was a whole other thing. But he, yeah, it was, it was his inspiration of saying, you know, you should, if this is what you love, you should do this. Mm. Do you feel called to use your voice and sound in a healing capacity? Learn how to use your voice therapeutically to facilitate healing and well-being. Whether you want to go deeper in your own healing journey or facilitate others in theirs, this training is for you. This online training runs over five weekends and offers theory, practice, resources, and support on your path to becoming a qualified sound healer and for your personal healing journey. And so that was kind of where it started to be like, okay, you know, I can do this. I'm, I, I can use my voice. I can, you know, back then it's like, I can be a, 
an artist. Yes. Um, but, you know, the artist, the way of the artist was a very sp- specific, you know, through the music industry, it was certain, you had to look a certain way, you had to sound a certain way, you had to dress a certain way, especially as a woman. Um, so, you know, it was, here's the box and we want to put you in that. Oh, you don't quite fit. So, you know, that's, that was where it, I started to be like, okay, maybe this is not for me. Maybe I'm, but maybe I'm not good enough. I don't feel like I'm good enough. So that was when I, um, I was still singing and still in the bands and I was writing with some, um, dance producers because I was singing soul and blues and jazz and nice. those vocals obviously lend themselves to house music which was out at the time everybody was looking for soul That's right yes yeah. so um I was was writing with quite a few producers and then I ended up just taking a sabbatical the the whole even though I was still had this artist side the this, this sort of work side was starting to get on top of me with the idea of oh god I have to keep this full-time job And as much as I loved the company, it was kind of like, this isn't what I want to do. And I ended up taking a sabbatical and going um, scuba diving in in Egypt in Sharm El Sheikh, Mm. fell in love with it, and then continued on and became a dive guide in Sharm El Sheikh. And then was like, this is what I want to do. (laughs) (laughs) Left my job at Virgin, went to work in Sharm El Sheikh in Egypt, and it was it was just incredible being in the ocean. It mm. was amazing. And then to Thailand, did it a little bit in Thailand. Um, and, the, you know, it was amazing. But then I came back and it was like, okay, so what am I going to do now? I know I want, still want to do the music, but, you know, I have to, I have to pay the rent. So um, I moved to London and into with my grandmother at the time who lived in Bermondsey and I had a friend who worked with a girl who worked at Warner Music. And I decided, again, I was like, what do I love to do? I love to keep fit. Maybe I'll I'll take a personal trainer course and become a personal (laughs) trainer so that I can do that alongside the music. So I started on that, then ended up going to my friend's house for dinner. And his friend who worked at Warner, Emma, she said, we are just starting up a dance department. We don't know any, hardly anything about dance music. Do you want to come in and help us out? And I was like, yeah, that sounds fun. And that I ended up being there for a couple of weeks and signing a contract. And then I started working at Warner Music. So that was my journey into the into the music industry. Mm. And as much fun as it was to start with, I soon started to uh, really have this kind of see this darker side of the music industry and and how artists were treated and how music was valued and at this time some of the uh, the the streaming companies who will remain nameless started coming out and so you know music was was being was very much devalued yes so and i had which I, I know now I didn't know then, but I have a lot of old beliefs about value um not valuing myself not valuing my gifts and so I was plugged right into that in my work too with not value of music. And I was still making a little bit of music and, and giving it to um, the A&R people there going, hey, what do you think of this? And it's like, no. Yeah. You know, so I was getting rejected. So it was like my abandonment issues were coming. Everything was coming up. So I went through quite a sort of dark period yeah. of just not not – feeling good enough and then and then music became linked to that so therefore I, I I stopped singing I I it was kind of like um I it, all the joy and all the love from music went mm. and what I was doing was then helping other people with their careers which was which was great on one hand but it was kind of this is my inner child's going what about us yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so after four years I think I left Warner um, well, I actually got made redundant from Warner. Another redundant is such an interesting word. It's like, okay, you've been made redundant. It makes you like, oh my God, I'm even more worthless. So, you know, now I know it was a great thing, but at the time, oh again, all plugging into. So it was, 
I'd already started on a bit of a spiritual journey at that point by I was started with yoga and then I was looking into Buddhism and 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 then basically I just couldn't get enough of self-help books and I was just reading them all and anything that resonated um uh it was probably back then I discovered our, our mutual dear friend Lee Harris yes um, and it was kind of at that point I was like okay I'm I'm trying to help myself here, but I would love to, I want to help other people. So my idea of let's go into these healing modalities and, and learn more about this, and then I can help other people. Yeah. yeah. But in the meantime, I was still in the music industry. I, I then left, after Warner, I went to a uh, recording studio. So her recording studios was there for a couple of years, then set up on my own and, and ran a little management company and label consultancy then went back to another studio, Metropolis Studios, beautiful studio in London. Mm, yeah. Had some wonderful experiences there with the people I was working with. But again, there, I was like I was a split person. I was kind of like, you know, this, yeah, I'm doing all this music stuff. This is really cool. But on the other side, my, you know, there was this, what about me? Yeah, <laughs> that I was, wasn't listening to. Um, so ultimately, then what happened? Uh, I was. I was exhausted. I was burnt out. I was incredibly stressed. And then the idea of moving, I'd fallen in love with California. Well, I'd been there a couple of times. But the the idea of moving to the U.S. came up. There was a, another Sterling Sound, a studio that I ended up working for, had affiliates with Metropolis Studio. So I ended up going over there, met a, a wonderful friend, Michael Leedy, who said to me, I'm leaving. Do you want my job? So it was, wow, it was just, amazing. Yeah. So I fell into this other job. And of course I was like, this is great. This is amazing. And it was for the first four years, but there was still this, you know, I, I still wasn't singing. I wasn't, you know, using my voice in the way that I wanted to. And so, um, and I, I worked for a wonderful man, Tom Coyne, who passed away after me four four years of me working there. And, Losing him and being at this point of stress, everything kind of just, you know, it was, it, it fell apart and I mm. was, got incredibly sick. Um, and so I just kept continuing on the healing path through that time um, for myself. And then, you know, learning these other modalities like cranial sacral therapy, because I was having a lot of body pain Um emotion code therapy, so many different mm. different therapies to help. Because it was, when you when you start realizing how much the mind affects the body, you're kind of like, oh my, you know, <laughs> give me more information, give me more information. And, and I was finding that I was able to help other people in the music industry, the people who were having, especially artists who were like, you know, this industry sucks, it's kind of taking a piece of my soul. So mm. I would find myself helping them just through talking about you know how they could do things differently and and so I kind of kept going I ended up moving to Nashville because they opened a studio in Nashville was there for a little while then COVID hit and Mm. I think as what COVID did the blessing of COVID you know there's many horrible things about COVID but the blessing was it it made so many of us go what is important in life and I was like, this job is, is not, it's so stressful and yeah, it's like, I, I need to do me. So I, I'd been studying with Belinda Womack, who um, channels the 12 Archangels, and we were doing a lot of work around me finding my voice mm. um, so that I could ha- ultimately help other people find their voice. And yeah. so while I was working with her, what it brought me back to sound and just playing around with my own voice. And I had a couple of, I had one crystal alchemy bowl at the time, playing around with that, my synths, and just making music again. And then after leaving, I think it was August 2020, I, was, I, I handed my notice in, which was, I was 48 at the time. And I was like, oh my God, I'm, you know, it was like I threw myself off a cliff. <laughs> But I was like, well, you know, this, it had to happen. I I saw, I was getting so sick that I mm. thought this is, you know, my health is really in, in dire straits. I've got to, and my, you know, mental health too. 
So yeah, I, I started out on my own doing, initially it was um, talk therapy with people in the music industry, which I still do a little bit, but I just came back to this love of sound and mm. have been experiment with, with it ever since. Beautiful. Um, yeah, so that's kind of, that gets me up to almost now. <laughs> yes. That's so wonderful. It it feels listening to the story, it almost feels like you were chasing love, right? Every from one job to the next, it was like, Oh, I love this. I want to do what I love. And then it would die down. And then Oh, I love this. And you just went in with such enthusiastic uh, enthusiasm in every endeavor. You know, it doesn't escape me as well that you chose things that were related to the body whether that was dance or pt or things like that or the elements from diving it's just very interesting all of those things and sound was ever present in in very various ways how all of that kind of encompassed and held you through all of these experiences were where i would say back to self were certainly within alignment of what you truly desire and know to be right for you right now it's so beautiful um, very quite a lot of nuggets and lessons interwoven in those sto- in that story I'm sure yeah. I am sure it's so it's so beautiful and I know that when I you know obviously I introduced you and there's one of the words that I've seen pop up quite a few times in your writing is wild you know helping us to bring out that wild part of ourselves so what is what is wild for you what does that mean in your work so I see wild as um And I think a lot of this comes from maybe Britain, the music industry, all these places where we're told, you know, there's a, uh, you know, I love the UK very, very much, but that we do have a thing of let's keep all the emotions down, you know, let's be stiff upper lip, (laughs) and you know, and then the music industry too, with putting, you know, in a certain box have to be a certain way, not being allowed to, to be who you really are. So to me, wild is just kind of like breaking out of that box and Mm. showing your true self and I love the expression of wild because it's just it's that kind of like throwing your hat off letting your hair go it's it's Mm. expressive it's here I am in all my glory and you know and I love that and I'm happy with that that is the thing being letting letting that expressive beautiful divine light Yes. So beautiful. I love that. And it's so important because we, like you were speaking about, what, regardless of the culture, because I think this would go across many, there, yes. this, this feeling of don't take up too much space. You know, stay in your area. You have to respect the person over there. And of course, you have to respect people around you. We're sharing this beautiful planet, but not to the point of contracting and shrinking and playing small. If your energy is wide and vibrant and big, then be all of that, that that wild, as you said, just be the natural version of yourself, the authentic version. And I know that is easier said than done. I'm certainly saying this with a lovely little pinch of salt because, yeah, it's the quest of many. And I think it's... It starts with being okay with being outside the box and not having to put yourself where someone says you should be, unless that is where you want to be. And this is this is what's really beautiful. That alignment piece um, is is so important. So that's beautiful. I love it. And uh, you do, I know you do a lot of different things because you have a lot of different modalities, a few which you've mentioned. But one of the things you mentioned um, on your website when I looked at your work was shamanic sounds sessions. Now, I do shamanic practices as well, and I'm a sound healer, so I mix the two together. But when you spoke about channeling frequencies and tones to help people release the deep-rooted and the blocked emotional energy, I'd love you to talk. I mean, I know a lot about this stuff, but I want to hear all about you and how you do it um, so that anyone listening can understand how they can use sound or how you help people to help remove all of that blocked emotional energy. Yeah, good question. Um so well, I'll start with how it started because um, I was. It, it was actually started with a, a friend of mine who she's a friend now, but she was a client for a long time, and she. I, we were doing the the sort of talk sessions, and then I think I she said to me, "I would just love to hear you play the bowls and sing," mm. and I was kind of like, "Okay, <laughs> you know, <it's> like, <laughs> really." Um, that's, you know, now I'm like, 
well, how amazing that was. But at the time, all of my, are you sure? So anyway, and, and we did this for a couple of sessions. And then on the third session, I was just, I think I was playing the Shruti box. Um, mm-hmm. So I had that drone going. So, you know, we were both in an incredibly meditative state. And then a voice came that did not sound like me. It wasn't, you know, it was kind of, and, and the energy was different. And first of all, it was a little bit of a like, what is this? And I opened my eyes and I remember looking through the Zoom and, and seeing Diane. She was completely out. So I was like, okay, this she's not thinking it's weird. So I'm just <laughs> going to let this come through. Yes. And long story short, over a year or so, I started to bring these different energies through, these different voices. So there would be tones that would, which is why I call it, shamanic because I don't have another word yet to describe because it's yeah. it feels like ancient some some of the energy is incredibly ancient mm-hmm. very grounded to the earth so it's um I feel like it um sometimes it's the sounds are like a didgeridoo so I feel like there's mm-hmm. aboriginal sounds coming through um native american um it's very some of it is incredibly tribal and then as we work through the chakras, I'm finding the the voices change, and then I get some kind of cosmic feeling energy, galactic energy, um, and then some angelic. So there's like it's it's the way I the way I was actually told it was happening because when I was first, you know like, what is happening, <laughs> um, Belinda and Lee both said you know you you're channeling the energies that that person needs in that moment you're bringing yes. through you're just the vessel bringing through this energy and it's yeah. coming through your voice and that's how they're bringing it through so it's i feel incredibly incredibly grateful that, yes. that you know i'm i'm able to op- be an open channel for that yes beautiful mm. and that the way is amazing oh sorry no go on go on <laughs> No, I just said that the way that it works for the the person is is you know they often have experiences where they're like you know I I felt like I was in a teepee being worked on by a you know an an ancient shamanic healer or I felt like I was in the cosmos or so it's yeah it's, yeah it's really quite amazing and yeah mm. yes very- I I completely relate and I love love that um. I, I remember actually, while I'm not, um, I wouldn't say that polyphonics or harmonics are a big part of my my vocal or sounding practice, they were born in a session. Like I didn't even try to do them. I didn't know. And it came through so strong when a client was going through something. And then I was like, oh, what's this? You know, and I let that flow, let that come out. And then afterwards I went away and I started to look at, okay, what was this sound that wanted to come out? And now I can do them intentionally where I understand where they were hitting the, the and points of energy in that person's being and in others beings, the, the way the way it flows and ripples out. It's quite interesting how things are born or gifted or revealed in the times, as you said, that they're needed for either your highest good or the person with you's highest good. And I think that's, that's beautiful. I, I completely relate to that. And that's, that's amazing. I, I really want to hear some of those sounds at some point as well. So, so beautiful. Um, okay. And of course, a lot of the work that we do is around the voice. You know, we mm-hmm. use our voice, we use our sound. And a lot of the questions that I get I, from, from both of us having the, the experience in the music industry to moving more into the therapeutic and healing aspects I know that a lot of people still ask the question, well, what is, how do I know this is my real voice or my authentic voice? And understanding that when you tap into access, explore, discover, whatever word works, that authentic and real sound that you and only you have, that unique sound print, just like we have the unique fingerprint, there's something really beautiful that happens in our lives. So before we go into the beauty that unfolds, Talk to me about some either the way you've experienced it or help people experience tapping into that, their real authentic voice. Yeah, beautiful question. Um, I think the biggest, there's two big things I think that, um, and they are trust and judgment, as in removing all judgment. So when, when we're in that state, especially with sound, sound can get you into that, you know, as you know, that state of complete 
emptiness in mm. the in the mind you know it can it can really just the set you know that it's calming down the nervous system so the mind can calm so then when voices come through for for either myself or uh my clients I always it's that point that we know that we can we can trust that because there's nothing else getting in the way and there's and then the what automatically started coming in for me and I talked a lot about my clients is this is the judgment of is this me is this somebody else is it sounding it and and I heard the words the words that have really helped me they came from um Wendy Kennedy and and the peas Mm -hmm. and they say when we feel something take the judgment out of it and, and I'm kind of like well how do you do that and it's like it's not good it's not bad it's not right it's not wrong it just is and then it completely diffuses that yeah. any any kind of question that we may have around that. So when we're in that state of non-judgment and just complete trust of you know what that automatically puts us in our heart center. Yes. The for me and for I know clients I've experienced, it, it doesn't come in like this huge aha moment. <laughs> it comes in this <laughs> subtle like shift where you're just it's like you you drop in your everything drops into your body your voice you start talking from your abdomen your mm-hmm. it's, you you your voice gets slower it's more yes. you know it's calmer and and i think that to me is the is 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 when you know that you're in your true authentic self it's like it's coming from that center you know, you've got this connection to source, you're grounded yes. and it's effortless, but just so subtle yes. that it's, you know, sometimes I think we often wait for that big mm. aha moment. But when when you experience the subtlety of the, oh, this is me. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I feel that there are moments that we access it and it's just not something we're consciously doing. You know, as you said, it's like it's the noticing when it happens as opposed to it not happening. And coming from the coming from the artistic background, as you talk about the music industry, very often people also are meant to sound a particular way. So coming away from that judgment. And I I, I used to teach technique. I mean, I still teach technique, but I used to be a lot in that. OK, this is how you hit this high note. This is how you belt, make sure you do, you know, and all of the things. So I remember for myself, when I first came into the sounding practice rather than the singing practice that I had to go, hang on a second. It doesn't matter if you're pitchy or it doesn't matter if this, that's where the note wants to go. It took a little, well, maybe a lot, a little, it took some time for me to get used to not to let go of the judgment and come away from the performance. And instead of seeing it as a performance, seeing it as an offering and seeing it as a sense of just releasing the sound that wants to come out and honoring that in no matter shape, form, sound, whatever comes out. So I love that. I completely relate. And I teach, this is the biggest teaching or one of the biggest, it's not the biggest, one of the main teachings that I come across when I'm working with people qualifying as sound healings who come from the music industry is to stop judging the sound. You don't have to sound pretty here. You know, you don't have to sound anything here other than you. And that's just what we're accessing. And one more interesting thing I'll say is that I did a workshop recently and someone said, well, do you have like a fundamental note? And I said, well, I, I think that there are a lot of people that talk about that, that there's a note that we all kind of gravitate towards, but it's not something that I personally look, I don't personally consciously go, okay, where's my note? Oh, mine's a G or oh, mine's a B. You know, I don't think like that, but I'm sure there are certain places that we naturally feel most resonant. And someone in the, in the workshop said, well, you've been on F all, all weekend when you've been just doing things and I around F and F sharp. And it's one of um, a beautiful young woman who has perfect pitch. And she said that I was, I was on F and I thought that's very interesting because most of the time I resonate as even in the past as a songwriter or the flute that I have is on F sharp and a few other things. And I didn't consciously choose this. So I also find it interesting how we sometimes just naturally gravitate towards certain pitches or sounds or shapes and they're all accessible. But what feels like home for us is what feels like home for us. It's such a beautiful witnessing. Absolutely. And F is the throat chakra and F sharp is the thyroid. So it's so interesting that you're 
you're in those, mm. you know, that power of the throat and the will and the courage. It's beautiful. Mm. What a beautiful yes. place to sit. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And just let's create a symphony, you know, let's move around. And I, I love this. Oh, I'm so I'm getting butterflies talking to you because I can sense I can sense our the kindred spirit here. Let's put it like that. Yeah, this too. is amazing. <laughs> so now let's talk about what happens when you tap into that authentic voice, that real sound. So what's the magic that unfolds when we're in that space of authenticity? Well, intuition, being able to get in touch with what we, what our heart really wants, I think. Mm. And able to find you know what our gut is telling us what you know we can feel in our body so much so much better when we're and you know and our gut is so amazing at telling us don't go that way this is yes. good that <laughs> yeah. and we can really get into that but we the so we have our intuition coming from our gut but we have these the thoughts that are coming in of, of where we should be and where we want to go are coming from the heart they're you know we truly what we truly want because i find that it's you know we're so often we we some if somebody said to me you know what do you want right now you're kind of like oh you know i want to i don't know be sitting on a beach or but you know how when that's about say, right what you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> definitely my one <laughs> what does your heart truly want you know mm-hmm. when you can when you're in that open space and when you're you know have have cleared because what sound is doing as well when you especially when you're sounding yourself is clearing all of these pathways so you're you're connected to source you're connected to to mother nature it's and you're grounded and you're like, my heart really wants this and it's often something so beautiful and so simple mm-hmm. and and it's we can tune into the the frequency of it as opposed to what it actually is. Yes. So if, you know, if I said to somebody, what do you want? And they said, oh, I want, you know, $10,000 right now. I was like, what does your heart really want? What does that represent? And when you're in this, the state of this clear channel, it's like, well, that represents freedom. Yes. You know, that represents abundance. So that's what I actually want. Mm. And so when we're there we can access I feel our unique because we all have these unique gifts we all have something that you know is is magical within us um and it's it's like when you know what your heart really wants and what that the frequency of the resonance of that thing is Mm. that's when I feel like you start to have these incredible ideas of like well I could I could do this and this is going to get me and this is you know, I've always wanted to do this. And you just start living from a place of of joy, of of happiness, whatever your core values are. Um, and it's it's moving forward from those spots, from mm-hmm. those those little moments. Those, you know, you're in that present moment and being and taking a step from that place. Yeah. Is the idea would be we could just keep taking steps from that place and that place. But obviously, you know, we fly out of the body and we've got to keep bringing it back. But just by making some sound or listening to something, we can get back into that center. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's awesome. And I definitely can still, I've just tuned into the frequency of the beach. So I'm feeling rather chilled right now, <laughs> which is beautiful. But yeah, I mean, I, I again, it's it's really lovely about coming back to center and, and what sound offers, because I think, um, you know, anyone that's watched my podcast will have heard me talk about this before. Um, but one of the things that I do do understand with this as you as you've explained it so beautifully is that we at our essence are very much in harmony Mm -hmm. and often when you know life happens as you said we're there we're here and it's coming back to center it's just bringing some dissonance in and when we use sound and when we use the voice what I like to call the original instrument then it's a great way to get ourselves back into tune and that just means getting back into tune with us as we are in our perfect essence. Mm -hmm. 
And when you're in that place, then the magic that unfolds very practically in our lives, I feel, is very much being in alignment with what you want. Being able to like like it like for you jumping into all the adventures with this curiosity and oh my gosh this is amazing and then something's not in alignment what can I do now and kept following like I say chasing the love I don't know why that came out but that's such a beautiful um, sensing and intuitive approach that led you to where you are now and now you're able to use sound to stay in alignment because that's really as you said what what it is what you're here to do and then that ripples out like any frequency and vibration and affects everything around you right it's so beautiful to understand how simple some of these things are but the profound ripple effect that it can have in our lives absolutely and you know sound is so ancient it's been used on our planet for you know yeah <laughs> thousands of years yes and it, yes it's just you know it, it like you're saying with the the rebalancing, but also the the resonance of us when we're when our when we're resonating at a you know a, at a frequency that's in line with Earth, that's in line with the stars, that's in line. You know, other people come up to meet that yes. because it's it is yes. contagious because energy yes. is you know energy is energy and it comes together and and yeah. and the more that we do that for ourselves, exactly. the more that helps other people. Yeah, it just. Yeah. Yeah. out across the planet mm. yeah and and I would also say how important it is to do it for ourselves because often oh. I think people of service right we can we can serve others in a way that we don't always serve ourselves but recognizing that if you are the frequency that's the entrainment happening that's the ripple effect and sometimes it can have such a ripple effect and I I remember the story that my brother told me um he used to work um many years ago within the trains here in the UK and you know being able to say something to someone and that one thing then going off to affect someone else then going off to affect someone else and then it comes full circle and then something is said to him and he's like wait a minute this is what I said to this person like this morning but those things that we take for granted the words that we impart or the energy and intention behind what we share you know that just might make someone smile it was just such a beautiful example of not just the ripple effect but how it comes back um, and I think that's, uh, again, this is, it's not hard to say a kind word to someone, you know. It's not. And it's so, it's so impactful, as you say, it really is a smile, a kind word, because, you know, words are frequency, vibration. It's just we, the power of our word is, is huge. So, yes. yeah, I, yeah, the, this, the smile, it's really interesting. I, I did a little experiment, which was, you know, <laughs> brought up a lot of my own kind of like, oh, fear of being seen issues at the time but it's just going out and smiling at random people yeah. and I it was when I was living in Manhattan so it's very interesting <laughs> because most of the people would look at you like you're crazy but occasionally you'd get somebody and they would just you know the smile would come back and you could see mm. that you'd lifted their mood but it's a wonderful yeah. experiment if anybody wants to try <laughs> yeah I am definitely the, a smiler and I walk around smiling randomly at people too but to be fair I do come from a very what I would say Caribbean people in generally are quite warm and they're very friendly and good morning good evening good afternoon it's like you greet people strangers on the street you help someone on the street this is this is just normal um for for people in in Barbados particularly where I grew up you know someone's walking on down the street with a heavy bag and you are younger and stronger and at least that's what you might think then you're walking alongside them you offer to help them carry their bag and in fact it's if it's well I mean this is how it was when I grew up some of my Barbadian friends now would say no leave the people alone but it's the thing is it would almost be seen as rude not to help as opposed to you know so it's just really interesting or borrowing a cup of sugar from a neighbor I mean yeah. when's when's the last time that that happened that's happened to me here and I was like I was astounded because it was the first and last time but it was so beautiful because I was like wow people still have these things you know instilled in them to, to be kind to your neighbor, which is really just the kind of metaphor for the greater sense of what we're trying to say. So I think that is, that's amazing. So, all right, moving on, because you talk about tapping into our superpower. And when mm. you tap into your superpower, you're unstoppable. And mm. I know, like you mentioned, that we all have something here, a gift. We have something unique to offer the world. But what's this unstoppable superpower or rather the superpower that makes us unstoppable? Talk a bit about that in your work. 
<laughs> I love that. It's um, and funny as I'm looking up. So I'm a I'm quite a big Marvel fan. I used to read the comics, and you know I'm a big fan of the movies. And, and up here I have a picture of Captain Marvel. Um, mm. You know who I I love her whole story. You know she's it's all about. She thinks she has this power, but she's actually, you know, controlled to not unleash this power. And then when she taps into herself and realizes that the power is actually coming from her, not from this, you know, little button. I'm not just giving away the movie, but anyway, I'm Spoiler. sure people see. we don't mind. We don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> but it's that it's it's kind of that's the image that I love to see is that realization of wait, hold on a minute. I have, you know, I'm speaking in the general eye, I have got this far in my life. And I've, you know, I've done all of this. I've accomplished all of this. But often I'm just seeing where I am now. And it's kind of like, oh, I'm in this moment and I'm, I'm having a bad day. And so, you know, you forget all of this wonderful stuff that you have done. Yes. So, and then, and even moments where, there's been something that's happened and you have just automatically been brave and courageous. It's like, you know, we just, we just fire it up and like, Oh my God, I need to deal with this immediately. And, you know, we see it all over the world when, when terrible things happen, how, how this instinct comes out of us to just Mm -hmm. like, I know how to, I know how to do this. I mean, I know how to help these people. I know how to help myself. So we have that. We all have that, but we just, sometimes we just, you know, it's hard to just even get out of bed in the morning because this that spark is so buried in, under, I should say, buried under unconscious beliefs um, from, you know, from our childhood, maybe from our, from school, from peers, from ancestral, from past lives. You know, we have all of this stuff and we that you know that's kind of we're operating through that most of the time but it's kind of like you know this is what sound does is great for moving all that but when we can just remember that we can we have that in us like we can all think of something where we have you know pulled it out of the bag as I'm going to say you know where we've just done something incredibly courageous and brave it's just Knowing that and remembering that, once we clear all of this stuff out that 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 holds that, yes. and you can see it, and then it's kind of like, wow, this is it's it's the superpower is being this human being who is you know connected to source, connected to all that is, and can actually manifest anything when we're coming at it from a place of love from from a heart center from that complete openness and trust of knowing that yeah we are all one and we are all connected and so it's and we all have that power Mm. so it's it's like a um I I see it as this it's like an illumination and so when we're, you know, when we are illuminated like that, when we can just see our true selves, we are open to all possibilities. So there's no kind of like the brain is not going, okay, so I want to, uh, I want to do this. So in order to make this happen, I'm going to think about all the things I've done in the past, think about what I know about the future, make a calculation. And this, these are the things I should do to get there. When we've, in touch with that superpower, we go, oh my God, there's a a gajillion ways I can do this. I see all these other possibilities now. Mm. And that's, that's our kind of, that's what I like to call out the the unique gift because you're seeing all of these possibilities. And then you, you know in yourself that the one that's right for me is this incredibly vast one over here and I can do that. I, you know, I know how to do that. It's the knowing, it's the, it's the believing, it's the trusting, but ultimately it is that knowing that you, you know, you just know that it's going to happen. Mm. And it's, I mean, and I'm not saying it's easy. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, Simple and profound. It. That's, that's yeah. the words again. <laughs> 
But it really, it's like, it's remembering our true selves. It's remembering that we, you know, we all are Captain Marvel. We all are, mm. you know, whatever superhero we love, we've got this um, ability to to connect with all that is and know all that yes. is. Yeah. Well, I love, I want to pull something from that because two things came to mind and it, this is going to simplify what you've expressed so beautifully, but it's almost like our superpower is to blink. I love right? that. Yeah. And the reason I say that is because, you know, I, and this is going to give away my age a little bit, but when I was younger, we used to have these little um, cameras called viewfinders. You probably know oh, yeah, of them I here did. too, where you would put the, you know, the image in and you'd click and you'd be in France, you'd click, you'd be in the UK. I traveled all around the world when I was seven and eight in Barbados. Click, I was in wherever, right? And when we tap into that superpower that is us, at our essence, that is that connection to source and to self, that self-centeredness and grounding. Um, it's almost like you can blink a new reality. Yes. And that's why it kind of felt right to say it's to blink. It's like, here's a new perspective. Here's a new perspective. It's the equivalent of every, um, a new reality is just one breath away. Yeah. And I like to say one sound away. A new reality is just one sound away. But imagine, you know, and for some people, I, I love that you made it so practical because for some people getting out of bed does feel hard. And did you get out of bed last week? Perhaps they got out of bed last week, but they're focused on the fact that they can't get out of bed right now. And so you're right that there's sometimes it might seem like something that's so simple, but it takes courage and it takes this inner knowing and trusting and surrendering and knowing your greatness exists, even if you can't feel it in that moment. Yeah. And maybe yeah. just a blink or a breath or a sound, which for me is often a sigh. <sighs> and a let's sigh get going. Yes. Oh, isn't it amazing? Oh, one of my Are favorite sounds. Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> the body's just like, yes, more of that, yeah. you know. Um, so beautiful. I love, I love that. And I love that you tied it into your, the, the, the Marvel and what you, what you grew up, like what you like to do and watch and, and read. And yeah, this is very cool. So let's step into that power for sure. So I'm moving into some music because I know that you also had, um, a lot of experience in the music industry, perhaps still have, but now you're no longer, having the inner child go, what about me? You are singing, you are recording, and you are bringing your world, your, your music out into the world. Talk to me about your album, you as a singer-songwriter right now, and what you're doing with music. Wonderful, thank you. Um, yeah, Medicine Songs was the album that I made um, that came out on Lee Harris's Golden World Music label. Um, it was a wonderful experiment it started off as kind of an experiment with um i was making for my subscribers as i was making a monthly meditation um sound transmission i call them now because it's uh anyway <laughs> and so i was it was just playing around on a synth and then i was letting some of these voices come through and it just felt I just got the energy of peace. So I just kind of let these voices come through and, and, and it just came out that there was this sort of five or six minute piece that was, uh, well, it was a piece, five or six minute piece of music yes. <laughs> that was all about bringing in peace. Mm. And so I uh, I, po I little posted a little clip on Instagram and Lee heard it and said, do you have, can you send me the whole the whole track? And so I sent it to him and he said, do you have more of these? And I said, well, yeah, I make one every month sort of, you know, for my subscribers. Um, and he, he's like, how about doing an album of this? And and it was interesting that we came up with medicine songs because in my, on my website I have, where I have my recordings, I call it the apothecary. And then love it. We, <laughs> yeah, we have these sound remedies, I call them, but we, it's like, you know, there it is medicine. Music is medicine. Sound is medicine. And then, so each, it was very different for me making this album because I'd always, you know, I still have a lot of the old. I call them patriarchal, and I don't just mean that that's male. I mean that kind of old mm -hmm. system of the music industry that is still, you know, it's it's embedded deep in me. So I I, I do have to frequently let it go. 
Yeah. But, you know, it, it came in with that, like, well, this isn't, you know, this isn't a four and a half minute song that's going to get played on radio. You know, this is an eight minute song with no words and it's just chanting or it's different sounds or, you know, it's it's different energies coming through. So it was it was so interesting and therapeutic for me to be able to make to be able mm. to make this as an album have you know so grateful to lee and devor bozik um, yes amazing his musical partner uh who did the who did the production on the album well, along with me but did a lot of beautiful additional production on there to have them let me do this as and and say yeah this is this is music this is beautiful music as opposed mm. to oh this doesn't fit into the how are we going to release this how are we you know, yes. what genre is this it's, yeah so i don't was, know this genre <laughs> yeah exactly yeah this doesn't fit into this big level so it was just so healing for me to make this album to release all of that you know a lot mm. of that old stuff and then to be able to have people listen to it and and you know have all these different experiences whether they looked at the prescriptions and be like okay this is specifically for mm. helping express the voice or um whether they looked at that or whether they just had their own experience and and it was it it is it was one of the best moments of my life because from the age of 16 17 18 I I always wanted to make an album mm. had I made that album back then it would have, I don't think I would have been on this path. I think you know, no. this was the album that I was meant to make. Yes, that's so beautiful. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's been really special. And, and so now what I'm doing, I still do the, the sound transmissions each month for my subscribers. Um, so they get anything from a five to a 10, 12 minute, whatever the energy feels like coming through for that month. I send that to my subscribers. But now I'm also working on, some actual songs again with um, the brothers Corrin, mm-hmm. who are um, two wonderful souls, yes. help help people find their voice. Um, and we're we're writing some, you know, what I would call pop songs, as in popular music, not you yes. know, mm-hmm. kind of. So they're more like a structured song that you would hear. So it's it's that's also been re- really therapeutic because what I can bring into that now is some of this, um, some of the stuff that I went through yeah. mm. when I was writing songs when I was much younger, you know, the, the songs would be very, they'd be therapeutic, but they wouldn't resolve. It would be like, you know, this is, this is all happening. And <laughs> there would, you know, this guy left me and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that kind of stuff. But these are now more, you know, the, the songs are resolving. It's like, okay, so I went through this, but this is how I came out of it. And it's, and so it's, it's wonderful to write songs that are um, in that traditional pop way, but are coming from a place of healing mm. for myself and, and hopefully healing for other people. Yes. But in, but in a way of, um, it doesn't matter what anybody else says it should be you know it's kind of like this is it's an exp- I'm I'm allowing myself to express my true voice which I haven't really done through I can, I can do it and through music with the you know with the chants and with the voices that come through I really get to express that but now yes. to be able to put that yes. into song it's is so beautiful is yeah it's really interesting and, and very healing so Hopefully I'll have an EP done by the end of August. That's what I'm planning on. (laughs) Yeah, that's amazing. I love that. And I, and I know because there is something so beautiful and I, and the way you've expressed it as well, um, it felt like you started a sentence and didn't quite finish it. And I wanted to finish it for you. Maybe you actually did finish it, but what wanted to come out was that in this expression, you are just being yourself, just being able to sound you. And there's Mm -hmm. nothing more profound than that. And being able to do that in all the ways that you want without having to edit it. I mean, my my tracks, my compositions are about 30 minutes. And I I mean, that's just an, one track is an album's length, probably. <laughs> but, but it really is those channeled experiences like you, very similar. It's not about the words. It's not about, it's actually just whatever wants to come out. 
uh, the only frame I give it is what is the intention and the theme of what I want people to experience or what feels like it needs to come through. So again, I completely relate and I really need to listen to some of your stuff because I haven't heard a lot of that. I've heard some of the other tracks, some definitely the one that you collaborated with Lee and the Corn Brothers. I love their stuff too. So I'm excited for you and what's going to be birthed through this complete just being you um, with your voice and just being wild with your with your sound, which is which is very, very cool. Now, I mean, I could chat for like hours and hours because I think we just have so much that we could talk about. Um, but I don't want to end the conversation without finding out about your new course. Tell me, please. Is it the sound of courage? Sound of courage. Yes. Oh, so, what, a, um... what a title. <laughs> yes. Talk to me about the sound of courage. Yeah, so it's a course to help with everything that we were just talking about um, to bring out that, you know, that true expression. Because I've, um, you know, as I'm sure that, you know, you have the same, when we're working with other people, the people that we're working with come to us with exactly the same things that we're either working on or have been working on, you know, it's that energy again and and resonance. and. I when I released the album Medicine Songs, it was like I was going, oh my god, I have to be seen now. Like suddenly I have to be on social media. So it's like, oh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so all this anxiety came up, <laughs> and it's it's like, well, there's a you know there's an element of not wanting to, that wanting to be seen, be seen but also you know scared of being seen scared of poking my head above the crowd and I feel like so many people have this just scared of putting their head up and saying hey I, I've got something to say or I've got something to offer but yes. you know they often wait to be asked or even then if they were <laughs> Lee and I were having this conversation but he was often saying with you know often with British when we are asked we're kind yes. of like oh well, I don't know what you want to say right now. <laughs> I, I love, I love the culture. It's so wonderful. Anyway, um, so the course is it's five modules that um, you can do at your own pace. But there's basically a um, I'm I'm using as well as voice and all of the the channeled energies that are coming through. I'm using different crystal alchemy bowls. Oh, so nice. um, yeah, so the all the alchemy bowls are quartz crystal, and then they have different either precious metal or um, crystals or um, some of them have some rock, like have a Sedona rock. So there's all these different energies within the bowls and then the quartz amplifies that. Mm. So I'm using the bowls to work on specific areas of the body along yeah. with the voice to start clearing. And then I use the Shruti, which I love, as we've you know, spoken about before. Yeah, it's such a – that I see that instrument as – because it's got the drone and trains the brain, but also because it works through air, yeah. I feel like it just gets in and it pushes all of that old stuff out. Yeah. yeah. And so when the and the along with the voices, it really helps move stuff. So each each uh, module goes through a different. You know, we're, we're sort of starting in the lower chakras and clearing. I call it excavating, so that then we can mm-hmm. start building strong foundations to bring. You know calling our power back in and then moving up to the heart to what does the heart really want then getting to the throat and then we an activation at the end so there's um the and then through that I've got some questions sort of to help integrate some journaling questions Mm -hmm. to help to help integrate all of this so I'm, I'm really excited for it it's it's my first course but that's amazing Who's the course for? Like who who would want to come in and do this? Uh, like so that those people are called right now. Like who's the course for? So anybody who is looking to express anything. It could just be. So, you know, courage can be anything from, if we've said, you know, I don't know, climbing a mountain, climbing Mount Everest to mm-hmm. I just want to be able to experience joy today you know it's just I want to be able to express my voice I want to be able to say this I want to be able to say this to this person who I'm having a relationship with but I, you know so anybody who feels like there is something that they need to express but they just for whatever reason cannot yeah cannot say that cannot feel that cannot get that out Beautiful. 
I love it. So whatever you want to do, if you feel like you just need that dose of courage, that dose of sound medicine that brings the courage in, that allows you to do all the things that might be scary or might be feel out of reach, come on in and work with this amazing soul in front of me. Oh, Katie, it's such a pleasure to have you on the podcast. We must do this again. It's or I definitely, if you're back in the UK, you definitely have to let me know because I have to meet you in person. Yes, I actually am in in three weeks. So, and I can't believe where the time's gone. This has been amazing. I've been in an hour already. (laughs) I know. Well, we're going to talk after, and I am finding out where you are, and I'm coming to find you for sure. It's such a pleasure. Thank Thank you you so so much much for being here. I honestly, I just celebrate you and all that you're doing to help people you know, release that wild and untapped and and not even untapped, but limitless superpower that we all have available to us so that we can just be our truest and most powerful selves. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Where can people find you online? Uh, KatieSamwell.com is the easy peasy. Yeah. Everything will be. There we go. And I'll, of course, make sure I will make sure all the links are below, of course. So, Just as I like to do with all of my amazing guests, I like to wrap up with one final question, and that is, what is your soulful sound to the world, a self-prayer desire you wish upon the world? Hmm. I wish, and I'm going to ask for support from the Divine Mother, Father, God, Divine Source. I ask for support for all of humanity to help hold their light, to mm. help hold and express their light, no matter what is going on around them, hold that light so that we can help Mother Earth hold hers. Oh, Om Shanti. Mm. I said goosebumps. I had so many of them in this conversation. So (laughs) yummy. Katie, thank you again for your time and I will see you soon. Thank you. Thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure and a joy. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please feel free to share it with your friends and remember to subscribe. From my heart to yours, sending you love, healing, and sound wherever you are.